0: Hi, I'm Oki and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm sitting here talking to an amazing author that I've been waiting, waiting to talk to because I was introduced to her book a while ago, and I'm excited to say this is her debut novel. I want you guys to say hi to Heather O'Soy. Hi, Heather. How are you today?
1: Hi, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm
0: good. Thank you. Thank you. As much as I want to already explain to everyone what this book is, because I've been kind of stalking you lately, especially on Instagram... (laughs) <laughs> um, her book is called To Hold Oneself. And I want you to go ahead and please tell me what it's all about.
1: Okay, so <laughs> condensed version. Um
0: a little bit, so, I guess.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this women's fiction, psychological fiction, a little bit of autobiographical fiction, novel, um, centers around a character named Carol. She's in hospice care and she has a confession to make. And it's through three other women that you learn a little bit more behind the confession and about the character of Carol. So the book itself is divided into three parts. Each one has a different point of view and you're peeling back some layers. Yeah. So like you're presented with a scene and the more you read into it, the more you realize What's really happening, and and I don't want to spoil too much of it. Obviously, what it boils down to is the story explores generational trauma, childhood trauma, and how the things that happen within our childhood, how the kind of um, adults we become because of these experiences, and how alike we we're more alike than we realize to hold oneself i came up with that title oh, goodness early on it it's stuck because it refers to holding oneself accountable holding others accountable th- the damage caused by holding things within oneself and the natural desire to be held so all these different meanings um, which I feel explains the novel perfectly. Yeah, that's, that's um, basically what it's about.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. That was actually perfectly said. I feel like obviously there's a lot of heavy hitters in your book, a mm-hmm. lot of deeper exploration of things, of events, of life events, things like that. How was it writing this book?
1: It was difficult. I'm not going to lie. Um, like the its whole conception I'd been working on it on and off for um, a few years. Two events took place within a couple weeks of each other. They were both related to family. And actually, one of these incidents is actually detailed in the book, what encourages one of the characters to eventually seek help. That's what happened to me on top of the loss of someone very important to me. So this took place within like a two-week span. Um, So I was not... In the best headspace, sought help, realized that I have PTSD, not just from those recent events, but throughout events in my childhood. Then pretty much almost immediately, COVID lockdown. So it was a heavy period. It did allow me more time to write in a journal. And just unpack different memories and things that had been haunting me for years. And I never really explored them or even like my feelings behind them. I felt a bunch of emotions. I didn't understand why. So I'm, long story short, the journal becomes the book. The benefit of a a therapy journal is you write it down and you discard it. You, You get all those feelings out. And you you push them away, you never think of them again. But what uh-huh. I chose to do was to reread what I wrote <laughs> and rewrite it in different ways. So it's over uh-huh. and over again. Um, so I'm thankful for therapy. I was in therapy about half of the process of writing this book, um, which really helps because I'm re-exploring these things and my body's reacting in ways I don't understand, and and just it was it was really the whole process was so healing. It was hard, a lot of bumps in the road, but overall I'm really glad that I did it. And I think deep down I always wanted to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Just finally like um, well, like I had said earlier, this is in part autobiographical fiction. There are some characters like Carol, for example, she's based off of four women. That I've known in my lifetime. Different people, but essentially the same person. And there's one character in the book who is essentially me. I think even not even knowing me, I think it would pre- be pretty obvious to know which one <laughs> it is. And if anything, like I'm I'm not airing out other people's drama or whatever. Mm-hmm. If any, if anything, I'm talking way more about myself. That's gotcha. it how I used to view myself and how I assumed others used to view me and how I allowed others to treat me. Just kind of like this proclamation, like, yeah, it was like that. I felt this way. I did these things, but I realize now, you know, what was healthy, what was unhealthy. The reason why I reacted to certain things everything was coming out so it was a really hard process but it was necessary and I feel better having done it for the world to see really I I think for so long I associated a lot of shame with Mm -hmm. what I felt and it's by doing this it's like I'm not ashamed like I wasn't crazy. I wasn't overreacting. I am deserving of love. I am capable of giving it back. And I'm able to look back at these circumstances and see them in a whole different way and know that I want better for myself and Mm -hmm. better for people around me. So it was just very healing.
0: You have no idea how Blessful that was for to hear an author really show herself. You really showed yourself not only through your book, but just talking to me here. And <laughs> I thank you. That was really, really amazing to hear. you
1: welcome.
0: <laughs> you know, going through trauma, everybody goes through different levels of trauma and how you deal with it. And for you to put it in writing, but then you shift it to do a fictional story, even though you put a lot of true events in there was that even harder to to fictionalize it even though it's based on raw and real emotions or was it more like it was more therapeutic having to combine the characters together
1: yeah you know what you're right it was it was more therapeutic I could never do a full-on memoir. I was going to ask that. Yeah. 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 I. I can't. This is the closest to a memora- memoir that I will ever write uh, because during the process, I found myself disassociating at times. Right. Um. So I think by throwing in these fictional elements, it made it. I, I guess I was about to say it made it a little less real for me. I, it was. It was like a coping mechanism.
0: I. Yeah. Um, I definitely. Totally relate and understand that it's almost as if you become this person looking from the outside looking yes. in so then it made it it made it okay or it made there's a wall between you and what's actually happening so mm-hmm. you're able to kind of navigate
1: a little bit better exactly exactly because <laughs> there were some times where I just uh there were three parts there was one part I had the hardest time with yeah even though they came from a real place I'm like oh but I'm talking about this character this isn't me this is this character right. and um some things were changed around like there were some events that absolutely took place but of course not with those characters not necessarily mm-hmm. in that setting enough was changed around or uh there was one event in the book i'll call it the the wine incident okay um in which it's it's a combination of two events that took place between two separate people i mixed it together where it's like yeah that happened it was it was my way of like coming out with my truth but in a fictional way
0: i just that's pretty brave actually and i commend you for that this is This is really riveting to me as far as getting really in touch with your characters, getting in touch with what happens in your book. What are some reactions you've had with this book so far?
1: Two totally dramatic, dramatically different responses. One where it's like they felt like it was a pretty quick read. Okay. Um, you either find like, it's a, it's a quick read or you have a really hard time with it. There's no in-between. Oh, Um, it kind of depends where you're coming from. Either it's like, oh, I had to put this book down for a minute and then go back to it. Or like, I finished it, but like I had a stomach ache afterwards or somebody was like, oh yeah, I I read it in a day or two days. Whether people could relate to the material or not. It really got them thinking, which is what I want. I didn't want to create this kind of passive, like beach read. I guess one of my my issues growing up is that even I didn't take emotional abuse seriously. And I guess I wanted to present it in a way where it's like, yeah, you would take it seriously. I see what you mean. Yeah, like it's you could you know what's happening there. For those who could relate, they said that it felt good. To hear someone else put their own feelings into words, they felt seen and taken seriously. Uh, I've heard like, oh, that's how it was for me. Uh, So-and-so was just like that too. And then those who couldn't relate exactly, they still found it very thought-provoking. People want to share it. They want to talk about it. Which is, again, what I want. Like, I right. I, I want people to think about it and talk about it and, and to be able to find healing in it as well. Or to open one's eyes to, I don't know, see the signs in other people.
0: It's almost like teaching moments, but with care. You know, and then I just talking to you here, I already feel like there's a sort of like a women empowerment camaraderie thing. Like, you know, we've gone through a lot of things alone and together, and it's nice to be able to read something like this and being able to talk about it. With this in such a heavy, heavy book, do you plan on continuing this journey in another book as well? Like, let it keep being therapeutic or... Is there something else that you're trying to maybe tread some waters there?
1: I um I do find that I've kind of entered into this like multiverse of women dealing with trauma. I don't plan on doing any kind of like sequel to this book or any book at all. There will never be a series. But I, I am working on a dystopian novel this time okay. around um, with a teenage, I would say protagonist, but um, she's a... Uh, not terribly reliable. She's not a reliable point of view, but it it does kind of carry on that same kind of theme where uh, you've got women and girls going through kind of extreme circumstances and maneuvering their ways within it and finding that camaraderie within themselves between others. So yeah, I, I definitely for my next book, I'm, I'm still going to be exploring trauma through a, a slightly different avenue. It's still going to be women's fiction and all Um, after that. I don't know.
0: So with to hold oneself, once you completed it, how did you feel? Was it a nice exhale for you that it was completed? Because it was a long (laughs) journey too.
1: It was. And you know, the funny thing is I, I didn't really tell anybody I was working on it. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, cause I didn't even realize that's really what I was doing. I, I was journaling and I'm like, Hey, I've got this book, but I'm not really sharing it until I came up with my final draft. I'm like, Hey, I finished it. And oh, uh, wow. it's like, Oh, wait a minute. You were writing a book, but then, yeah. So that it was, um, <laughs> but even after all that, I have this really nasty habit of, downplaying my work people were congratulating me and at the same time I'm like almost hiding in the corner I was like yeah thank you but it's not a big deal <laughs> people were like get out of there like be proud of yourself let everyone
0: know yes uh, and, I'm, and I'm glad you're here <laughs> I'm glad you're here on the show talking to me and and telling us about all of this especially your book can you tell me more <laughs> then, as an author who you are as an author even though now we kind of know that <laughs> that you want to kind of go high in a corner but what else right? can you tell us <laughs> well
1: I mean yeah I want the reader to be an active participant um
0: okay.
1: I, I want them to critically think I, I don't yeah like I said before, like I don't want like this like easy beach read kind of a thing I want them to think about what's happening and even like find ways to apply what's happening to their own lives. I want them to fully experience it and embrace it. And I'm always going to write in a, a feminine perspective. Um, I never see myself having a, a boy mate. I, I just, I can't, I can't really relate to that. I, I think it's always going to be a little deep um, for one reason or another. Yeah. Never any sequels, okay. no kind of like 10,000 page, all that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> so what are some books that you typically enjoy?
1: Oh, so I'm, I'm strange, even though I, I tend to like, oh I do like emotional reads time to time. I don't like celebrity memoirs and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I I do like a a good memoir from someone who's lesser known. Gotcha. Um, I hear (laughs) you. Yeah. I just, you know, I I feel like I get a little more out of that. And I I used to love horror. I was about it for like most of my life. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All that stuff. Like I, I grew up on Goosebumps um, like all the other girls in my class who were reading Sweet Valley High or The Babysitter's Club and I was right. all about Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and love Stephen Christopher King.
0: Pike. Stephen yes. King, Christopher Pike. I loved all those
1: I still do. (laughs) It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, So, for your book, um, where can we get it? Well, you can find it on Amazon, of course. And uh, any Western Washington locals can find it at Indie Bookstore Harbor Books in Hoquiam, Washington, as well as at your local Timberland Regional Library. Nice. Thank you. Do
0: you have anything else to add before
1: we we say bye? (laughs) Just thank you. Um, thank you for this opportunity. I've been stalking you on Instagram too and and listening to your (laughs) podcast and I'm so grateful to be here. And you know what I loved?
0: I loved that there were a few clips or at least one of the clips you you had like a reading of your book. I think mm-hmm. you read a few pages and I don't know what it is, you guys, especially authors listening to this. Like I loved it. Me as mm-hmm. a reader, me as just a fan of others, any others, whatever. You know, I'm not in the bookstore with you during your book event or book signing, but you doing a, a video of you reading it. It was, it was like I'm fangirling or something. Oh. So I, I loved, <laughs> I love that you did that. thank you and then when we watch those things we can normally just like like it or just say hi but in the meantime we're like oh my god i can't believe she's doing this this is so cool just letting (laughs) you know that's how that's how i usually respond
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) um you're welcome
0: (laughs) but thank you heather for coming by today and talking to me and opening up about your book because I feel your book is already pretty like already open to the world of how emotional and how taxing it can be and then you even telling more about it so thank you for for all of today you're welcome (laughs) um I'm gonna let you go so we'll talk to you next time whatever you work on next and we'll talk to you later Heather thank you thank you bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie others as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.